Welcome everyone to Four Color Sequentials. I am Luis Cavedo. This is Volume 3, Episode 3. Got something a little different for you today. Let me introduce the concept to you. Um, it's called WWWWH. Uh, in other words, who, what, where, when, why, and how. Uh, it was this idea that I had about um, trying to investigate a topic. Um, I used to do a little bit of reporting back in the day when I was in college. Uh, originally, I went to school specifically for that, for journalism. Got to do it on the collegiate level, and it wasn't as fun as I thought it would be. It was a really competitive field, and I guess I just lacked the drive to uh, to get really aggressive. And, yeah, things just didn't go that way. But I did learn a few things uh, these particular questions are one of those really basic things that you learn and they teach you to use during your reporting. Keep it simple, stupid is another one. And, you know, it doesn't get simpler than that. So we're going to ask those questions and uh, report on something new. So this is uh, the number one of who, what, where, when, why, and how. Specifically, we're going to be talking about Nexium. Uh, you may have heard of it. If you haven't heard of it yet, it's been on the news uh, a lot recently. Uh, you may be listening to this in 2023. Um, so you'll learn a little bit about it otherwise. And why does it relate to four-color sequentials? Uh, it's going to become apparent as the story goes along, um, but it's important to both Dominic and I. It's a story we've been following for a while, um, especially once... Some of the details came to light, and it continues to develop, and it's really crazy stuff. But um, especially with the uh, hashtag MeToo movement going on, uh, and so many things coming to light, it's uh, I think it's an important thing to touch on and discuss. So let's start with the who. Who are we talking about? Uh, well, Nexium, it's a multi-level marketing organization Founded in New York in 1998, uh, it offered uh, what's called the Executive Success Programs. We'll talk a little bit more about those in a little bit. Uh, the other key players in the WHO department are Keith Rainier. He's the co-founder of Nexium with a woman named Nancy Salzman. He was born in 1960. He was raised in New York. Uh, Seems to really spend a lot of his time there uh, during his lifetime and operates out of the city. He's also known as Vanguard. It's a self-given title under Nexium, and we'll talk about that too a little later. But also participating in the story is Allison Kristen Mack. She was born in 1982 in Preetz, Germany, which was an interesting fact I actually learned while doing some research. Um, her parents don't seem to really have that much of a connection to Germany. I believe her dad was an opera singer, and he was there uh, with his family for a gig, and she just happened to be born there at the time. Uh, she started her acting career at a pretty young age, age of seven. That's her main uh, job or career is as an actress, and she uh, gained a lot of different roles uh, on TV, uh, but what she's arguably best known for 
uh, or most famous for, is uh, the original character of Chloe Sullivan on the TV series Smallville, uh, which chronicled the younger years of Clark Kent, a.k.a. Superman. Uh, her portrayal of the character was so popular. Uh, you know, Chloe was kind of the, the really... Uh, the really most popular part of that show, uh, Tom Welling was a little wooden as Clark Kent, but she was always this very vibrant uh, part of that show. And um, so much so that, you know, that particular character received various different spin-offs, uh, novel adaptations, and eventually even made it, uh, that particular character, Chloe Sullivan, into the canon of the DC Comics universe. She appeared in Action Comics number 893. So she made the jump from TV to the actual comics. It's usually the other way around. So what's the deal with them? In March of 2018, Keith Rainier was arrested on a variety of charges, including sex trafficking, sex trafficking conspiracy, and conspiracy to commit forced labor. Pretty serious stuff. Following that, on April 20th, 2018, Allison Mack was arrested for many of the same charges. Mack was also photographed at the scene of Rainier's arrest in March of 2018. An important fact in a little bit. Uh, Nexium, which had been reported on various times as a uh, cult-like operation, uh, once by Forbes early on in 2003, and it had been the subject of exposés by both the New York Times in 2020 and 2020 in 2017, is apparently just the business front under which all these illicit activities were conducted and masked. So where? Where was the arrest, the crimes, etc.? Well, Keith Rainier was arrested in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, uh, in a luxury villa, Apparently a pretty expensive, swanky place. Uh, he had fled there with other female followers after investigations into Nexium by the U.S. Attorney's Office intensified. Rainier was extradited to Texas after his arrest and then moved to Brooklyn, New York for his indictment. Brooklyn seems to be a pretty important city in uh, all of this because that seems to be where the case is going to be held, where a lot of the arrests were held. Uh, obviously the transfer. Uh, Allison Mack was also taken into custody by the FBI in Brooklyn. Uh, she was released on a $5 million bail, and uh, she's restricted to remain with her parents in California, in their home specifically. So why would anyone do that, commit those alleged crimes? Uh, ultimately, the answer may be best boiled down by the evolution of Nexium's inner workings, which eventually developed into DOS, or the VOW, according to documents that were acquired by investigations. DOS specifically stands for Dominus Obsequius Sororium, which loosely translates to, from Latin, to Lord of the Obedient Female Companions. Make of that what you will. The women that were recruited and coerced into the program, as Nexium appears to have different levels, uh, were slowly turned into subservient and submissive slaves to their masters, including Rainier. 
although Rainier seems to be the head honcho of the whole thing, uh, by all the reports that I read, it does appear to be that he wasn't the only, you know, quote-unquote master uh, to which some of these girls were turned to. But no other names are named. Uh, the um, uh, court case does seem to uh, have other people that just haven't been either revealed or named yet. But, yeah, he's apparently not the only master, so to speak. Uh, the women that are uh, part of this program, uh, the Dominus Obsequious Sororium, uh, they're slowly turned into subservient and submissive slaves to their masters. Uh, they're asked to perform menial tasks, uh, and some of those tasks also include sexual acts. Obviously, those aren't menial things. Um, kind of crazy how they go about it. Money was also a big why for Rainier, a big motivation for him. Classes within Nexium's uh, executive success program. Uh, they seem to target pretty high up execs and up and comers or international celebrities or dignitaries or politicians. I mean, the list of alleged people that have been part of Nexium's um, different businesses uh, is pretty shocking, pretty surprising. Uh, if you have the time, look up some of these names, and I think you'll be surprised, like I was, at who may have been involved, um, maybe not on the criminal side of things, but definitely uh, using Nexium for that uh, that particular executive success program. Well, they were tar targeting these people, and they were using, uh, I guess what's called rational inquiry, uh, which was one of their methods, and that would help their personal and professional development, personal professional development of the people participating under the program. Now this is perhaps the more legit side of things, kind of building up these, uh, you know, these other people. These are um, perhaps not specifically females or women that are targeted by the executive success program. Um, but like I said, there's just different levels to how Nexium operates, or just different divisions. That particular one seems to really be more business-minded, uh, but then it gets really dark. Um, the classes uh, as, that are part of the executive business program, uh, they are apparently somewhere in the neighborhood of about $5,000 for five-day workshops, so they're definitely not cheap. Uh, Rainier was likely making some pretty good money off of it. Uh, Allison Mack's motivations, her why for uh, committing the crimes that she's being accused of, uh, it may be a little more difficult to define for her. And it's likely defined in the, or found in the how of things. So how did they commit these alleged crimes? Well, primarily, Nexium does seem to operate like a cult uh, according to many of the reports and documents and all the different articles I read. And it has a multi-level marketing scheme system. Uh, this applies both to that executive success program as well as the positioning of the females as slaves. 
that part where they are recruiting for these women that are eventually turned subservient and sort of brainwashed. Uh, there's a conditioning that takes place where these women are asked to divulge personal and damning information, uh, photos or videos of an incriminating nature, uh, things that could be embarrassing or that they just don't want out there. And all of that is asked from them under the auspices of, hey, we're helping you overcome your uh, inherent weaknesses, as they say, uh, or emo over-emotional natures. Now, these aren't my terms. These are actually terms that apparently are within documents in Nexium. So they're very predatory in how they are uh, you know, targeting these women. They were also asked to recruit others. That's the other aspect of this whole thing. Uh, as a way of climbing the ranks so that you don't just remain a lowly, you know, quote-unquote slave. You actually become a master within the DOS program. DOS, again, that seems to be the one that mainly targeted the uh, young women to turn them into uh, potentially trafficked or sex slaves, women. Uh, they were specifically asked to predate upon women that were, or females that were undergoing some sort of hardship uh, to keep an eye on uh, women that were maybe in a precarious situation that they could exploit. And should they rebel at any point, the evidence that they had provided before uh, would be used to blackmail, blackmail them into subservience or to keep them quiet, to not share any of the details. Now, look, they were asked to also ask, or I'm sorry, sign a non-disclosure agreement. And that non-disclosure agreement seems to be present in all of Nexium's uh, businesses, all their different programs, including the DOS system. But is it a legally binding document when it's being used to commit crimes? That's in question here. Um, but yeah, that 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 was just kind of there uh, as a way of using it against them, against the uh, the women that could try to run or try to um, speak out against them. The psychological breakdown of uh, of these victims continues by the uh, requiring of acts of care for their masters uh, which could range anywhere from handling said master's personal day-to-day -day tasks i don't know pick up their dry cleaning or uh, you know clean around the house stuff like that or some pretty ludicrous things uh, kind of a lording over by asking them to do really kind of ridiculous things like food deprivation or harmful self-acts just by asking them to be willing to do these things, further breaking them down. Perhaps the most disturbing part uh, of the whole DOS program is the branding. Now, uh, when the branding would occur, the female participants were held down by others within the program and they were marked in their pubic area with a brand uh, that may hold the shape of their master's initials. Now, the only brand pictures that I found online uh, seem to be the same sort. There seems to be maybe one variation, but they all seem to have, 
either Keith Rainier's uh, initials or, oh, we'll get into that in a moment. But as many as 50 of these women, uh, according to the U.S. Attorney's Report, may have been part of that deepest uh, Achellian of DOS, of Nexium's program. Uh, so that's kind of the end of the reporting bit. That was mainly little bits of facts and pieces that I found. So this is going to be a little bit of editorializing, in a sense, which is in the cautious defense of Alice and Mac. Um, if they were targeting uh, young, hopeful actresses, then Mac would have at one point been at the bottom of the ladder within Nexium, so to speak. And she also would have undergone the brainwashing that all the other women would have. So inexcusable, though, what she's done may be, which may include her initials and some of the brands that were burned onto the women. And they're, they're I mean, it's kind of damning when you look at some of the brands and it does really look like there is an A and an M uh, branded in, in, in some of them. So as, as, as damning as that is, uh, I kind of have a little bit of sympathy for the devil in this case. Um, maybe she was in too deep. Uh, maybe she was really broken and they were able to exploit her to the point where she just was broken and fully in belief, you know, drinking the Kool-Aid uh, of Nexium, and that's why she went along with this. But her presence during the arrest and uh, just the fact that it seemed like she was so willing to do it, I don't know, maybe, maybe it just exploits a part of her personality uh, that makes her the perfect candidate to take advantage of in this situation and to use as a recruiter. This case, as of right now, it's still unfolding. It may be worth your time to check in on it from time to time. Uh, it's sad that the name of not just Allison Mack, but Chloe Sullivan, the character itself, that beloved and hopeful and charming and winning character from Smallville, uh, is kind of now irredeem irredeemably tarnished by the word Nexium. That uh, so many families that have lost their daughters to the program, you know, the hope is that they will regain them. But so many of them were cut off uh, in a sense. Uh, they weren't allowed to make contact with uh, the outside world. And there were women present uh, that were being searched for at Puerto Vallarta when uh, Keith Rainier was arrested. Uh, hopefully there's justice that comes out of all this. Hope you learned something new. Uh, if you choose to uh, follow us, we'd ask that you do. Uh, our social media accounts, we've got uh, on Twitter, at 4, the number 4, CS Pod. Uh, you can reach me at Twitter at 4 cs L-U-I-S. We're also on Facebook.com slash 4CSPod and on iTunes, SoundCloud. Drop us a review. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you dislike. And uh, hey, we hope you like it. But from Luis Cavedo, this is Four Color Sequentials.